0: Good morning. Um, so the scripture I'm reading from is John 10, verses 1 through 18. I tell you the truth. Anyone who see, sneaks over the wall of a sheepfold rather than going through the gate must surely be a thief and a robber. But the one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him. And the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them and they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger. They will run from him because they don't know his voice. Those who heard Jesus use this illustration didn't understand what he meant, so he explained it to them. I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me were thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely and will find good pastures. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. A hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. He will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him. And he isn't their shepherd. And so the wolf attacks them and scatters the flock. The hired hand runs away because he's he's working only for the money. And doesn't really care about the sheep. I'm the good shepherd. I know my own sheep. And they know me. Just as my father knows me, and I know the father, so I sacrifice my life for the sheep. I have other sheep too, that are not in this sheepfold. I must bring them also. They will listen to my voice, and there will be one flock with one shepherd. The father loves me because I sacrifice my life so that I may take it again, take it back again. No one can take my life from me. I sacrifice it voluntarily. But I have the authority to lay it down when I want to and I also, and also to take it up again. But this is what my father has commanded. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Daniel. So what a joy it is to have these two church families together. Our City Harbor Church family is thankful for the opportunity um, to be here and thankful for the hospitality of Hamden United Methodist Church. We're inspired by the 150-year history example of faithfulness of this congregation. So this morning, thanks to Daniel, we heard the words of Jesus Christ in John 10, 1 through 18. He brought up the analogy of a relationship between sheep and their shepherd. Now, the people... Listening to Jesus would have known that shepherds were responsible for feeding their sheep, caring for their sheep, and protecting their sheep. A shepherd's ability to guide the sheep was essential. The health of the sheep was directly connected to the quality of care that they received. A shepherd's identity was linked to owning the sheep and caring for the sheep. Our Savior described Himself as the Good Shepherd. Jesus Christ stated that his purpose for bringing his followers a full and satisfying life. So we now hear his commitment to protect us from our enemy. Jesus brought clarity to his wholehearted, sacrificial love. This compelled him to sacrifice his life for us. Jesus brought definition to what a personal relationship with him looks like. He called his, quote, sheep to follow his guidance. A lifestyle of choosing to follow Jesus should bring us to recognize his voice. We cannot grow in this area through passive observation. Learning about Jesus Christ, our Savior, is foundational to learning to recognize his voice as good shepherd. Daily quiet time to read about Jesus in the scriptures will help us reflect On the plain simple truth of who Jesus is and what Jesus has said. Searching for answers to our questions alongside other believers will help us grow in understanding Jesus. In this way, we can develop an ability to discern between the difference of the voice of Jesus and the voice of others. As Christians, we look to Jesus as the source of new spiritual life. He is our provider our protector, and the one we follow. Pastor Rebecca.
2: I'd like to read from Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me besides peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along the right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. I love this scripture because it's comforting, but it is also just such a beautiful picture of of Jesus as the Good Shepherd, following our theme for today. And this scripture actually lists out quite a few benefits that we can get from our close relationship with Jesus and accepting Jesus as that shepherd. One of the first ones is rest in peaceful places. And to me, part of that is those moments where you spend time in God's presence, where when Philippians 4 talks about the peace that's beyond our ability to understand That in those moments when things are crazy, that you can just take time, listen to worship music, spend time with Jesus. And that peace comes in, in a way that doesn't make sense and it just lifts anxiety and it lifts fear. What about strength to continue on? In Those moments when you have exhaustion, when you have stress, when you are weary, you can go to Jesus and ask him for strength. And He will give it to you because he cares for you. I don't know about Jesus directing us in the right direction for our, where, where our life should go. Jesus loves you and he cares about the journey that you're on on this planet. and he cares about every step, every day that you take. He cares about every emotion that you have. And so if you go to him, he can help you know which direction to turn. He can give you wisdom for which job to take or whatever it is that you're seeking help for. Jesus has those answers. He's our protection and comfort when we go through the hardest parts of life. Again, along with that peace, he can bring comfort and even physical protection right, from illnesses or from harm that other people want to bring to us. And this one, the goodness and unfailing love of Jesus pursues us always. And one of my favorite things that Ben talks about is how in the original that idea is not just Jesus kind of walking behind you, but the mercy and grace of God running up and tackling you to the ground. How amazing is that? That that's almost the aggressive grace that Jesus has toward you, that he is so fiercely wanting to cover you with these things. And my favorite one of these is that you get to live forever with Jesus.
1: So I got a chance
2: to watch a shepherd with his animals. And the animals come around of their own volition and stay in close proximity. And as soon as he gets up and walks, they follow. And I realized that they stay close to hear his voice. They stay close for the protection. Because if they wander too far, they may not know when it's not safe. They may not know when it's time to leave or to stay. And so this relationship that we have with Jesus is so much about us having that daily one-on-one life with Him so that we know when to stay, when to go, so that we can hear His voice comforting us and being with us.
1: The words of Christ in John 10 also refer very specifically to His sacrificial love. And I think that's... Described a little bit more in Philippians chapter 2. Philippians 2, 1 through 11. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from His love? Any fellowship together in the Spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on the cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. For me personally, I've found life-changing love in a relationship with Jesus as Jesus, as my guide and as my shepherd. This has brought me encouragement and it's brought me comfort. It's through the example of Jesus that I work for unity and to walk in humility and to serve others. This Philippians 2 has helped me learn what the example of Jesus means. We read about Jesus choosing this humble human life over his divine privilege in heaven for the sake of our ransom. We read what that a day will come when everyone will recognize the power and authority of Jesus as God to the glory of God the Father. The Son of God obeyed the Father and chose a criminal's death, falsely accused. Philippians 2 speaks to the truth. That Jesus explained while describing himself as good shepherd. We have seen true love, an example of Jesus choosing a sacrificial death on our behalf. The love of Jesus is a love that gives. Some people are asking, why is Jesus the only way? I think we should be asking. Is Jesus worthy of being looked at as the only way? For me, the answer to that question is a resounding yes. I believe that Jesus Christ is our Savior, the Son of God who has shown us love by choosing a humble human life and death. We have seen the supernatural power of God in the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Jesus predicting his own death and resurrection. No other human has done this. The leadership of Jesus is not domineering. Jesus leads as a humble servant through sacrificial love. Philippians 2 helps me understand why I should look to Jesus for guidance as my good shepherd.
2: Jesus Christ is the Son of God, our Savior, who describes himself as the Good Shepherd. You know, Jesus is all-powerful. He's God. And yet, he continues through Scripture. There are moments where he talks about being King and Lord and that, but there are so many places in the Scripture where he talks about being the Good Shepherd, kind and gentle and lowly of heart. And he's humble, like Ben said. And so that makes him approachable. Jesus revealed himself to be humble and worthy of following. Jesus will do what he says. He is worthy of following because he does not break his promises. He will do what he says. Jesus calls his followers to a personal act of relationship with him. Well, this is actually pretty simple. Time with Jesus can be times where it's just, Jesus, I don't know what to say, but I'm here. Or it can be sometimes that flood of just blah, right? When we just have so much to say and so much anxiety or just whatever, and it just comes out in a flood. Or sometimes when you're somewhere that is just peaceful, maybe outside, for me that's where I love to go sometimes to be with Jesus, and you just feel that sense of God's grace and covering and love for you, and then you can respond to that in that moment by thanking Him. Prayer with Jesus and time with Jesus can be so many things. Reading the Word, worshiping. It doesn't have to have a formula. Be you. Learn who Jesus is. Study His Word. The last one is looking to Jesus for guidance is an essential part of this relationship. Jesus knows what you need. From the tiniest thing to the biggest thing. Jesus knows what you need. And the amazing thing is He is all powerful. He is God. He is full of grace. And so he can move mountains. He can change circumstances that man cannot change. So why wouldn't you lift your praises to him? Why wouldn't you lift your thanksgiving to him and your request to him? Because he cares for you. He's the good shepherd that leads his shepherd to green grass and still waters that protects them and covers them. He has your life in his hands. And he has all the answers that you need.
1: Thank you, Pastor Rebecca. All right, so how do we respond to what we learn from this? Well, you've heard repeatedly, as Pastor Galen articulated in the children's message, daily time with Jesus. And the very simple recognition that we can hear the voice of Jesus by reading Scripture and considering the words that Jesus has already said very plainly. Scripture is not meant to be a legalistic, domineering, lifeless voice in our life. No, quite the contrary. It's meant to be the voice of the living God, plainly spoken, leading us, which includes our benefit. So, What I would call us to do is today, in these next few moments, and carving out time each day this week to consider a few simple questions. Who is Jesus? What is Jesus like? What does Jesus care about? What has Jesus said that is relevant direction for how I live today? So today, let's make a decision to spend quiet time with Jesus. But let's make a decision to grow in this relationship. Hopefully today we heard the benefits of looking to Jesus as the Good Shepherd. Of following Him, His voice as Truly leading us. And let us encourage each other with this. Let us talk to each other. Ask each other for help. Help each other truly in this relationship. Amen. Ebony, will you please come and bless us in song? I'd like for you to just reflect on these words as Ebony sings this morning.